Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. Well, Arkansas finishes the regular season 8-4, and four, looking to a bowl game now, finishes 4-4 four and four in SEC play. That's third in the Western Division, ranked in both major polls. We're going to talk about all that. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about Razorback basketball with their win over Penn and what's next for them. And it's the contact period for, for recruiting, so you know we got to talk to Danny West also. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. All right, I want to mention something. We're not going to do the regular go through all the stuff, but it's Cyber Monday, obviously. So we're offering 75% off at Hog Sports. That's the best offer that we do, 75% off at HAWGsports.com. Just to give you an idea of how that breaks down, it's $26.85 for the whole year. $26.85 for the whole year. That's $2.24 a month, $0.52 a week at HogSports.com. So if you want your Razorback covers from the number one independent source, then sign up at hawgsports.com. You'll be glad you did. It, our hardest thing is to get people through the door because people think they can get what we offer for free elsewhere. They think it's just as good everywhere else. It's not. And we're proofing that, and we're one of the 10 largest sites in the 24-7 sports network. The Razor's Edge message board is worth the price of admission alone. Danny West recruiting information. Obviously, December 15th is the start of the, the signing period. It's the contact period now, so a lot of stuff going on with recruiting. Curtis Wilkerson's insider information on Razorback basketball, his breakdowns and analysis, all that stuff you're going to want. So be sure to sign up at hawgsports.com. Get the 75% off deal. No promo code or anything. Just go there. You'll see they add and click on it. But do it before 10.59 p.m. tonight. It's Monday, 11 29 21 do it before 10 59 p.m tonight and you'll get the deal it's a fantastic offer the best one we do so you're not going to get a better one than that that'll take you all the way around through recruiting season next year through uh through college football season start a basketball season a full year of it all right where do we want to go first let's talk about arkansas missouri 34 17 as I said in the walk and talk ending, the most disgusting streak that Arkansas has going. 34-17. K.J. Jefferson, 15-19, and 19, 262, one touchdown, 79% completion percentage, almost almost 16-19. Had a little bit of a high pass to Hudson Henry. Hudson probably could have caught it. K.J. Jefferson also led him with rushing, six carries for 58 yards. Just fantastic day by K.J., man. And we talked a lot about that on the walk and talk, about what a fantastic season he's had. Traylon Burks, seven catches for 129 yards and a touchdown, the MVP of the SEC this week. Second time he's been offensive MVP. Not good enough for Blitnikoff Award, but two-time SEC offensive MVP. Anyway. Let's look at the stats. So right now for the season, Traylon Burks has 66, 66 catches for 1,104 yards. That's 16.7 yards per catch with 11 touchdowns. Now the significance of this 
He is 14 yards shy on the season of passing Jarius Wright for second all-time as a Razorback. He's 232 shy of passing Kobe Hamilton. Don't put it past him. He's gone over 200 yards in a game before. 232 shy of passing Kobe Hamilton and needs just one more touchdown to tie Jarius Wright. Kobe's first. I should mention that. He's first all-time with like 1,300-something receiving yards. And uh, 12 is the touchdown leader right now. So, some records in sight. I mean, obviously, he's going to be second in a lot of categories. He, uh, he just needs 14 yards to pass him, to pass Jarius, who, I mean, had that great season. So, Offensive Player of the Week, certainly deserving of that. I think we feel pretty certain – expect anyway. Traylon Burks is a different kind of dude. Who knows what he might do? But I, I think, you know, being a first-round pick, you know, Sam Pittman's not going to be like, hey, man, come back for another year. You know, he, if you're a first-round projected pick, you know, it's hard to say come back. So, Traylon Burks likely to go pro, likely to be drafted in the first round. I would have a hard time passing up on him. 6'3", 225 pounds, can run, catch. He can do it all. So, probably expect uh, him to go. And that makes you wonder, like, what's next year hold? What does next year look like at wide receiver? You, you had Tyson Morris and Devion Warren. You know, they had some moments here and there. Tyson was probably the most consistent number two guy. 21 passes caught for uh, 305 yards, two touchdowns. Warren Thompson seemed to either have a really big game or kind of disappear. But he'll be back. 18 catches, 292 yards, and two scores. They just need him to get a little more consistent. So, you're going to lose likely your top three receivers aside from Warren Thompson. He's the only one of four coming back. And then, you know, you start looking Keytron Jackson. He had, a, he had a couple of nice little catches. Had one really nice catch in the game Saturday. You know, he only has five catches for the year for 97 yards and a touchdown. Really highly regarded guy, 6'2", 205. You know, if you can get Keytron Jackson going and Bryce Stevens probably another one that they really seem to like. He didn't catch any passes this year, but he actually was able to redshirt. He'll be able to play in the bowl game because he's got one game left. But Bryce Stevens had, what do you have, three punt returns, 53 yards, a 17.7 average. He's the reigning 4A state champion in the 100-meter dash. Not like a super recruit, but 576 overall. They really like him. So he's another guy to watch. So if they can get those two guys going – you know, with Warren Thompson, you know, they'll probably be okay. It's kind of one of the situations where you're like, you're not going to replace Traylon Burks, but what you got to do is you use a bunch of guys to replace him. That's kind of the, the got to be the focus there. Uh, you lose Blake Kern. You know, Hudson Henry will be back, who has a lot of talent, but, you know, his career's definitely been quieter than expected. Trey Knox will be back. He's going to be focused on adding about 25 pounds. But he had 18 catches this season at tight end. So there's some other guys on the roster. Jaden Wilson's another guy who I thought looked really good in the in fall camp. I thought he's he's a guy that showed a lot of upside, but he didn't play this year. Maybe he played one game. Darren Turner didn't play in any games. He's another four star. Traylon Crawford didn't really play much at all this year. That was a, a bit of a surprise because he was a guy we were talking about may start for him, but didn't play a whole lot. Uh, Kittle Catalan be the only other senior that I haven't mentioned that, that could come back as a super senior who's on scholarship. Uh, and then you're talking about Quincy McAdoo, who's most likely enrolling early from Clarendon, four-star wide receiver. Isaiah Satania, who's not enrolling early, who's also a four-star wide receiver, but is just up the street at, uh, at FHS. They're number 360 and 194 overall. Uh, ranked players in that class. So you got some really talented young guys. So they recruited well at wide receiver. It's just 
it's a little scary, you know, when you think about that. And, you know, it also makes me think when I'm naming all these wide receivers and, and not naming Mike Woods, you know. And I look back at what Mike Woods did, and it was a shocker to everybody because he was in a great situation at Arkansas. Oh, he left. He doesn't think that, uh, you know, he doesn't like Kenny Guyton, you know, and I, I think he shut that down. But, you know, maybe he doesn't feel confident in K.J. Jefferson. Well, K.J. Jefferson has right now the most efficient quarterback in Arkansas history, and it's also piled on 500-plus rushing yards. But I look at what Mike did, and I'm sure he had his reasons for leaving. I just – on the field, when I look on the field, it doesn't seem like it made a lot of sense to me. Uh, in 10 straight SEC games last year in 2020, playing arguably the toughest schedule in the history of college football, he had 32 catches for 619 yards. It's 19.3 yards per catch with five touchdowns. In 11 games, 11 games this season for OU against a much, much easier schedule. 32 passes, again, same number of catches, but only had 381 yards compared to 619. Averaged 11.9 yards per catch. Only scored two touchdowns instead of five. So he easily would have been the number two wide receiver at Arkansas this year. But he was fourth in receptions at Oklahoma, fifth in, catch, in touchdown catches, third in receiving yards. And quarterback controversy, you know, his quarterback that he leaves for gets benched for lack of production. Now Lincoln Riley's off to USC. And we'll talk about the coaching carousel a little bit here in a minute. I, I really think if Mike had stayed at Arkansas, not only would his numbers be better than they were last year at Arkansas. I mean, it's hard to beat 19-something yards per catch, but I think his numbers would have been better. I think Burks' numbers would have been better, at least from a yards per catch standpoint, because people aren't going to be able to key on him so much. And I think KJ's numbers would have been better. It might have been, it might have got Arkansas another game. Who knows? Definitely hurt because there wasn't a guy that stepped up into that role, really. There were some guys here and there, but not, nobody consistent like Mike Woods was. Anyway, that's the past. We're talking about the future now. No sense in dwelling on it, right? There's some promising guys, but um, Arkansas, there's a lot of ifs at wide receiver. A lot of if this guy, maybe this guy. There's not a Burks. Now, Arkansas returns a lot, returns KJ. Every running back that's on the roster right now has the option of returning, including Traylon Smith as a super senior. He could return. But everybody running back returns. All the tight ends return except for Blake Kern. Four of the five offensive linemen are returning because Dalton Wagner's coming back. Not a bad situation. They just got to find some guys to catch the ball. I'm looking to Keetron Jackson, Warren Thompson. So Arkansas finished 23rd in the AP and 25th in USA Today. Coaches playing the toughest schedule in all of college football. Didn't have any bad losses. Lost to the number one ranked team, the number three ranked team. What is Ole Miss, nine or something? Number nine ranked team and lost to Auburn. Auburn really is the one that's kind of disappointed. It was a home game. You're looking forward to get back to home after, you know, three games, three weeks straight on the road. Um, it was a game where they probably needed a bit of a break. They were pretty beat up for that one. They got some calls that didn't go their way, including a fumble. I mean, there's there's a, a couple pass interference. I mean, there's some things. But anyway, that was one disappointment probably, losing to Auburn. We'll get into a little bit of bold discussion here in a minute too. ESPN power rankings don't have Arkansas ranked. <laughs> We've got Kentucky at 23 and Texas A&M at 25. 
which Arkansas beat, and they just fell to LSU. ESPN stuff has been terrible all year. It's, this isn't near as bad as their FPI. Their FPI was a disaster. So, bowl situation. Where's Arkansas going? The latest projections, Danny West has put this together. You can read it in print or on a computer. I guess it's not print. But uh, 24-7 Sports has Arkansas projected to the Outback Bowl. That's January 1st, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, at 11 a.m. ESPN 2 projected Arkansas versus Wisconsin. I'd take that. I'd enjoy that matchup. I want to go to the Outback. I don't think that the Citrus – is in play. It could be the Citrus Bowl gets their own pick, the Capital One Bowl. They get their pick. So the New Year's Six Bowls, you know, they all pick based on the, you know, the top ranked teams. And then there's, you know, conference champions that all play a role into that. So they pick out of the top, tw- generally it's going to be top 12 teams. Uh, so they pick out of that. And then you've got the Citrus Bowl for the SEC tie-ins that gets to pick their their team. They, they get to pick anybody they want who's bowl eligible out of the SEC. And then from there, the SEC decides who goes where based on how things stood, okay? It's not, it's not like it used to be a long time ago where the bowls would just pick who they want. The SEC is going to say, you're going here. And what we're hearing a couple of days leading up to the Missouri game and the day of is that if Arkansas won that game, they were going to the Gator Bowl. Since we've heard a lot of different things, we've seen Outback popping up a lot. CBS has Arkansas projected to play in the Gator Bowl. That's December 31st at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida at 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Good Lord. That can't be right. Surely it's 11 a.m. Anyway, Arkansas versus Wake Forest is the projection there. Now, I wouldn't mind going to Tampa just because there's a direct flight <laughs> there. I was looking up Jacksonville, Florida, and it's like says like you got a one if you live there, you got a one in twenty five chance of being a victim of a violent or property related crime. That didn't sound good. Don't want to spend a week in Jacksonville, or don't want to spend a week in Tampa. ESPN Slaybach has Outback Bowl versus Minnesota. Benagara, I'm not sure how to say that. ESPN Benagara has uh, Music City Bowl December 30th. I don't think Arkansas is going to the Music City. Penn State. I wouldn't mind going to Nashville, though. I just feel like, you know, better chance of warm weather. But that's December 30th, Music City Bowl in Nashville, 2 p.m. ESPN, Arkansas, Penn State. Sports Illustrated has Arkansas going to the Outback Bowl against Michigan State. Saturday Down South has Arkansas going to the Outback versus Minnesota. Athlon has Arkansas versus Clemson in the Gator Bowl. College Football News has Arkansas going to the Outback versus Minnesota. And Pro Football Network has Arkansas going to the Gator Bowl versus Wake Forest. So a couple Minnesotas in there, a couple of Wake Forests in there, and everybody else is pretty random according to these picks. So you can read that breakdown on Hawk Sports, but we're going to find out Sunday after these championship games how things are going to shake out. Hoop Hogs climbing to the top 10. The AP Top 25 was released on Monday. The Razorbacks moved up to number 10 in the country with 960 total votes. Other SEC teams in the AP include number 9, Kentucky, number 13, Tennessee, number 14, Florida, number 16, Alabama, and number 21, Auburn. And LSU is also receiving votes but not ranked. So, moving up a little bit. CBS, Top 25 and 1, has Arkansas 8th in the country. 8th which is the highest I've seen them ranked. 
I'm just going to say this. I'm not so sure they're the eighth best team in the country. I'm not so sure they're the tenth best right now. The offense has definitely left something to be desired. You kind of get the feeling that eventually, when everybody gets comfortable in the role, everybody starts getting meshed together, that eventually they're going to hit a moment where it's just all going to click. That's the hope anyway. But also, I feel like if it doesn't, first of all, if it doesn't, Arkansas is not going to go, you know, probably not going to be as good as they were last year. But if it doesn't, I do feel like the defense is always going to be there for them. I feel like they're always going to be a strong defensive team. So defense carry a long way. But they, it just, you know, it just hasn't come together yet, has it? Except for, you know, J.D. Note coming off of being sick. He had 28 points, 13 to 24 from the floor. 0-6 from three. He hasn't been knocking down the three. He had nine rebounds. I mean, Note's not a huge guard. Stanley Amude finally breaking out a little bit. 7 of 10. Seven rebounds. 19 points. What's Arkansas got next? It's time for some... In-state competition. Wednesday, December 1st, Central Arkansas. After that game, on Thursday, Curtis is going to join you for Hog Hoops Live. So we're just doing one Hog Sports Live show today, uh, this week, and then on Thursday. And after the midweek game each week, you'll see Hog Hoops Live. So that'll be on a more not consistent schedule because, like, the next week it'll be on a Wednesday. So the way Curtis is going to do it is after the midweek game each week. So this week it'll be Thursday. Next week it'll be on a Wednesday. The week after that – I guess it'll be on a, a Wednesday also. And then you have a bit of a break. Yeah, Wednesdays or Thursdays, you'll be looking for Hog Hoops Live. So, Central Arkansas and then UALR. Is that December 3rd, December 4th? December 1st, Central Arkansas, and then Saturday, December 4th, UALR. Little Rock, excuse me. Little Rock. coaching carousel nobody expected Lincoln Riley to leave Oklahoma to go to USC did they I mean that's a shocker everybody was talking LSU and he's like no nah, I'm not going to LSU so he's going to USC Riley 38 years old 55 and 10 37 and 7 against Big 12 play why is he doing this I mean sometimes you can wear out your welcome he it's not you know he hasn't won a national championship or anything but you can after a little while people start expecting things and you're about to step into SEC play so you go into a like seriously think about this you go into a stretch where you know you haven't won a national championship you're at Oklahoma you're following Bob Stoops you know you you have these expectations and then you jump into SEC play and it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be, and you end up with a bad record, I mean, you you could get fired over something like that. I think he probably saw that coming down the road. Not that Oklahoma can't compete in the SEC, because they can. They obviously recruited an extremely high level. They've got a ton of tr- program tradition. But the difference here is go look at Oklahoma's schedule and look at a schedule like Arkansas plays. It's just different. If Arkansas was playing like a Big 12 schedule – I mean, they'd be maybe in the top ten right now with this team. They may be fighting for a playoff spot if they had Cincinnati's schedule. Billy Napier to Florida, that's a great hire. I really think this is a good, good coach and a great hire. And I think Arkansas fans should be thankful he didn't end up at LSU. And we'll see where LSU goes. There's a lot of names out there right now with LSU. But I, I, it's 
LSU is a great job. I'm sorry, it is. It is a great job. They're, the recruiting territory you're in, the uh, I mean, the, the state overproduces from a talent standpoint based on population. You're right next to Houston. You're the only school, the only Power 5 school in Louisiana. Nobody's coming in there and taking players you want, except for maybe occasionally Alabama will come in and get a guy. But generally, I mean – Got that nice big stadium. I mean, it, there's a lot to like there, and if you're a coach, but they're also pretty fickle, you know. There's high expectations, but that's the case with any job. So we'll see how things shake out there. See how things shake out at Oklahoma. Would they be interested in another Stoops? A lot of talk about Cliff Kingsbury. All right. We're going to get over to Danny West. One more time before we do that, sign up for our 75% off deal if you haven't already. If you like what we do on Hog Sports Live, people ask all the time, like, man, how do we support this? Do you have a Patreon and stuff? Just sign up for the website. Sign up for hogsports.com. If you like what we do on Drive Time, if you like the free content we put out on Facebook and, and other places, see what we have for our VIP subscribers, our breakdowns and all that stuff. Again, it's hawgsports.com. Part of the 24-7 Sports Network. You'll see the 75% off offer right there. No promo code or anything. No strings attached. It's like just over $26 for the whole year. You're going to like it. You're going to be glad you did it. Right now, we're, I think, fifth in the entire network right now in terms of people who've taken advantage uh, of the offer. It's a tw- it's a network-wide deal for Cyber Monday. All right. I don't like that there. I want that over here. There we go. All right, we're going to get to Danny West now because it is recruiting season right now. What's up, Trey? How you doing, Danny? Doing great, buddy. What did you finish? Ten and two. Ten and two on your predictions this year for Arkansas games. Led yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, ten and two against the spread and straight up. Um, that may be the best season we've ever had on there. So congratulations on on winning well, the, the Pick'em contest. Um, I think we Andrew. Be good at it. Trey I think Andrew Ellis finished ahead of me because I don't think I had Arkansas covering the Missouri game, so he might have finished ahead of me. Yeah. Or intern. <laughs> yeah, that's a reality check right there, buddy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. I felt pretty good about it this year, but next year, who knows? I could be two and ten. Yeah, you never lot, know. A lot of question marks going in. We talked about some of those, but I wanted to get to the future with you a little bit because. Um, okay. The contact period has opened up, right? And coaches are out on the road visiting. You know, it seems like a lot of commitments and some other guys here and there too. What can you tell us about how things have started out here with the contact period? Yeah, it's basically it. You know, the coaches hit the road yesterday. Coach Pittman, he's going to be going until Thursday or Friday. I know he made a few stops yesterday. He actually had one that got canceled on him. Check this out. Eli Henderson, right, out of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He came in for a visit this weekend. And uh, he couldn't get back home in time yesterday to Hmm. beat Coach Pittman. And and, uh, I forget who else was going. I assume uh, Coach Kennedy was going up there. But, uh, yeah, he couldn't couldn't make it home in time to host those guys. So they're going to reschedule that one. But uh, we know Coach Pittman saw Ty uh, Ty Washington, the tight end down in Georgia. He saw Eli Stein. You know, they had a big birthday celebration for the head man yesterday. Uh, I think they had some shrimp and crab and 
and really did it up for him. So I'm sure that went well. But yeah, throughout the week, we've got I've got a ton of notes. You'll have to forgive me for not having it all on the top of my head. But we've got plenty there on Hulk Sports right now of uh, of when each kid is expecting the coaches throughout the the next week, two weeks, and uh, uh, so. With that being said, they've been busy. It's been keeping me busy trying to keep track of all of them. But you bring up a good point there. They are seeing primarily, you know, the uh, the committed guys. I think that's the beauty of it when you get so many guys committed early in the process, really good guys that are going to uh, stick stick tight to you. You know, we're not sitting here talking about a bunch of drama, are we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids showing their tail on Twitter. Same, same as last year, too. Visits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you get on the right kids and have them stick with you. That's that really makes it easy for a coach down the final stretch. When you know if you've only got one spot available, two, whatever it may be, now you can really hone in on those guys. You don't have to worry about so and so taking a last minute trip over here at your competition, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. That's that's really beneficial for Arkansas to get it done early, and uh, they'll put this thing to bed here in about. Uh, 15-ish days, you mm-hmm. know, with the early signing period. So looking forward to that. And and then, uh, of course, you know, I think I, I put it out on Twitter the other day. I think Arkansas is on the verge of potentially going on a little bit of a, a good news run here over the next, uh, you know, I didn't limit it to a certain time period, but I think on into February, uh, I think uh, they could really get on a run and uh, not so much for the 22 class. Like I've mentioned, you know, it could be, could be winding down to a close here, but I think they're in a really good spot for some other groups. You know, 23, 24, transfer portal. There's a lot of a lot of moving parts here. Do you like recruiting coverage? If you do, then you're going to like Danny West's coverage. So be sure to follow him at Danny West 247 uh, on Twitter and sign up for – I mean, like if you want more recruiting coverage than you can handle and you love recruiting, sign up for hogsports.com. It's 52 cents a week. The equivalent of fifty-two cents a week, two twenty-four a month. Again, go to H A W G Sports, and you can read all of Danny's insider recruiting information there. And as he said, a lot, maybe some good news coming up. So uh, we'll be on the lookout for that. So Danny, um, with twenty twenty-three recruiting, like they they're they're going out and seeing you know all these kids. They they saw one of the recruits had the same birthday as Pittman that he saw, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That he yeah, it's Michael. Michael Pilot Harrison, I believe, is his name down in Texas. He's a four-star kid that's been up here a couple of times, uh, as I recall. So, really big time one there. Oklahoma has a pretty impressive recruiting list, and they don't have a head coach. <laughs> Anybody on there yeah. we could maybe keep our eye on? Do they have any spots? I, know, I mean, I know Gentry Williams was a guy that Arkansas recruited for a long time, but uh, I know that there are others that they, you know, had interest in. So, is there anybody maybe sure. to keep an eye on there? Maybe anybody on the roster in terms of a transfer possibility yeah. also. Yeah, I think, you know, Gentry, obviously, he's the first one that's going to come to mind. Uh, I want to go ahead and tell people, don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. I, it would surprise me, you know, if Arkansas were to steal him. I can tell you this, uh, yesterday, a lot of people asking about Gentry, of course, and I, I texted him. I said, hey, let me know if you've heard from Arkansas. I, you know, hate I hate that you're having to go through this coaching change, whatever. And he said, yes, they have contacted me since the news broke. But, Trey, that's all I got out of it. Mm. So I can't sit here and speculate and try to pretend that Arkansas is going to get this guy. It would shock me if they did, to be honest. Mm. Uh, you know, USC was actually a finalist for him, too. So, 
you can kind of put it together there. If he were to yeah. leave Oklahoma, I think yes, the Trojans sir. would probably feel pretty good about it. Yeah, but um, you know, uh, hey, you look ahead to next year's class. Luke Haas, uh, four-star tight end. Of course, Arkansas already has two tight ends, both of which are four stars themselves. But mm-hmm. Luke is a big-time kid out of uh, Bixby, Oklahoma. His sister goes to school here. He's he's been here countless times. So. Who knows? You know, he, he is an in-state kid for OU and uh, probably going to be tough to get. But, boy, they, they sure seem to like him. So it wouldn't shock me if they, they continue to work on Luke. And it'd be tough to take three in one class, you know, at, yeah. at, 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 at the tight end spot. But you go watch him, Trey. Get, get five minutes today and go watch him and tell him, tell me you wouldn't take him. Yeah. I Barry, know I would. Barry Lonnie used to sign three in a class. Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of scholarship tight ends back then. So, um, early signing period coming up on December 15th. Are we expecting all these guys to sign? Yeah, I would. Uh, and who knows, you know, if there were uh, a final addition to the class, I would, I would imagine he might go ahead and sign early and mm-hmm. they just keep it under wraps until – you know, uh, until he wanted to announce it. Not saying that's going to happen for sure, but yes, uh, to answer your question, I expect all these guys to sign. And now the count for the early enrollment is up to 17 guys. That's a staggering number of yeah. early enrollees. But uh, it's at 17 now after Eli Stein told me yesterday he had, of course, as we mentioned, Coach Pittman and Coach Fountain came to see him. And uh, Eli was kind of, you know, it was up in the air. He was he was wondering about when his scholarship might be available. Would mm-hmm. it be available, uh, you know, in January, or does he have to wait until the first part of summer? Well, they told him yesterday to uh, to go ahead and count on being here in January. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know he was excited about that. It'd be good for him to go through spring ball. And, you know, if uh, we saw Jordan Silver walk the other day as a mm-hmm. senior, so he, he does have an additional year, but if he's out of here and, uh, I tend to think he is. Uh, you know, you need a guy. So uh, Eli Stein, number two in the country at that position that we never talk about, but really good long snapper. Maybe he could come in and, and contribute right away. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this, Danny. If I were Arkansas's starting long snapper, there's no way in hell, and I was on scholarship, that I would leave <laughs> if I could come back another year. There's just no way I would yeah. do it. I mean, it's not like – I mean, I guess maybe there's an outside chance that you get a, mm-hmm. a pro future, but – it's pretty unlikely. I mean, it's it just is. It's just you know, there's there's not a lot of deep snapper jobs in the, in the whole country. Um, I would have to have a really good job lined up, and, and who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe Jordan does. Maybe we don't so. Know about it. Yeah. yeah, if you got something lined up like that, but generally, man, I just, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty good life. You ask most people, like you know, what's the most enjoyable time of your life? It's you know, it's if it's not a tie with college, it's just college itself, you know, and uh, you're never probably going to be as big a star or, you know, as big a man on campus or whatever, you know, uh, as you are right now. So soak it in. That's why I always say stay in school, you know, enjoy, enjoy college. Don't, don't be in a rush to grow up. All right. Oh, I'm certainly not in a rush to grow up. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, that's obvious, Danny. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what else we got official visits you want to run through yeah those let's, real quick? what's coming up on official visits yep, we got we got three coming in this weekend we're talking about samuel mbake four-star wide receiver out of kennesaw georgia we've talked about him at length north cobb high school uh, big time talent producing high school in georgia you got james joiner coming in finally for his mm-hmm. official business seems like he's been committed for four years but finally going to take his trip this week and amarion harris you know, Joe T. Robinson's actually playing Warren 
Friday night. So Harris won't be able to make it here probably until Saturday, but, you know, that's fine. But uh, good luck to him and the Senators. Hey, good luck to Coach Hembry, too. Now, I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to stay neutral here, Trey, but <laughs> uh, that should be a good game. And uh, both of them playing for a trip to uh, the state championship game. But uh, those are your three next week, or I'm sorry, this week. And then next week you've got Isaiah Satania. Of mm. course, he's playing in the 7A state championship game against Bryant. Uh, this Saturday, I believe. So, you know, he's going to have to wait another week, uh, but he'll finally get to take his official too. So that's it as of right now. Uh, you know, if, if anything changes, obviously we'll have it on Hog Sports, but uh, three this week and one so far for next week. So I want to get you out with this, Danny. We're a month away from any possible <clears throat> bowl game that Arkansas would play in. Mm-hmm. Where are they going? Oh, right now I would say out back. That would be my prediction. I don't know that for for you know certainty or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've kind of been stuck on the outback train for the last week or so. So I'll stick with that. That's you know I think that's where I would prefer. If you know, I don't think they can get the citrus. Do mm-hmm. you? Is anybody talking about the citrus? Citrus, I think, would be tough. Like citrus gets their own pick, you know. Sure. Um, so yeah, I don't it's think not they're going to pick Arkansas. So, yeah. But, um, but if you've got to choose Jacksonville or Tampa, uh, I've Tampa. never been to Jacksonville, but I would choose Tampa. I have been to Tampa, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And I think it'd be about 75, 78 degrees down there, so not bad. Well, there's a direct flight to Tampa also, which is oh, nice. That, that would work. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, um, I'm hoping you're right. I, I think that's kind of where I'm settled on, too. And things really fell right on Saturday. You know, if you looked at, like, the games that Arkansas needed to, to win. That's right. And, you know, the, LSU helped they needed, them big time. LSU yep. helped them big time. And, then, you know, I, I found myself, you know, pulling for Auburn, obviously, against Alabama. Um, man, that's, can you imagine if Arkansas lost a game to Alabama like that? That would be yeah. – I don't know if I could take it. But uh, it obviously – Arkansas needed – Alabama to win that game, so that's it, right. Yep, it worked out. So, all right, yeah, Ole Miss too. Ole Miss helped them out. Yep, Ole Miss State. too. Yep. yep. All right, brother. Appreciate okay, you. Okay, man. All we'll right. see you. That's yep. Danny West again. You can follow Danny at Danny West two four seven on Twitter. And if you want to read his VIP content, then you will need a a seventy five percent off uh, annual VIP membership. It's a great deal. Again, one more time, before we get to your questions, sign up 75% off HAWGsports.com. That breaks down to two twenty-four a month, $0.52 cents a week, billed at just $26.85 for the entire year. That is the best deal we offer. We don't do a better deal than 75% off. So, ends today at 10.59 p.m. Today's Monday, 11.29.21. 10.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, questions. How long have we gone here? Let me see. 34 minutes. Jackie Moore says, only if we had made the two-point conversion. Yeah, I mean, that was a tough one. I mean, if you if you get that two-point conversion, everything – I mean, yeah. But – you know, I thought Sam Pittman made a good point and probably a pretty rational one about, you know, playing Mississippi State. They got some breaks in that with the field goals and stuff. And Mississippi State kept missing field goals. And, you know, you lose one here, you get one there. A lot of close games in the SEC. Kevin Medlin says basketball team not – basketball team is not that good yet. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so either. I think the pieces are there for them to, like, really put it together. 
Dennis Mitchell says, I'm nervous to think we could lose uh, Kendall Browse and Barry Odom after the bowl game. We have finally gotten our head above water again with the loss of the super seniors, add coaching changes, and going to pull our head back underwater, I'm afraid. I mean, it's possible they take a step back. Let's see what happens with the transfer market, with um, you know some of the super seniors that have another option to coming back. It's a little different than last year because last year they didn't count against the 85, and now they do. So it's not like – you can welcome everybody back. You can't really. So let's see what happens with some of the guys who have the option of coming back. Um, I, I don't think that Barry Odom would leave Arkansas unless it was for a head coaching job. And I don't know on Kendall Browse if he feels that way or not, but I do get tired a little bit because there's so many people that go after Kendall Browse and I mean, are you expecting absolute perfection? You have to understand there's another team over there that's preparing that's scheming, that's, that's, you know, studying tendencies, all those kinds of things. And let's not forget that K.J. Jefferson, not only has he run for over 500 yards this season, but right now, if the season ended and he didn't play another snap, he would own the Arkansas record as the most efficient quarterback in the history of the program. And his quarterback coach is Kendall Browse. So stop talking about all that stuff. Remember where Arkansas was, Okay. Live in the moment, appreciate, don't expect perfection week in and week out. I mean, after the Ole Miss game, everybody was out on Barry Odom and they were in on Kendall Browse. Remember that? I'm not saying most people are saying that, but there are some people out there that that say that and just like have a little perspective, man. Have some perspective. By the way, whoever bought me dinner Saturday night, I really appreciate it. I was with a, a table of six people at an Italian restaurant. Went to pay the tab, and she said it's taken care of. Somebody's a Trey Biddy fan. I really appreciate that. Certainly made a nice impression because that was a new group of people that I hadn't had dinner with before. <laughs> so they were like, whoa. Anyway, I appreciate that, whoever you are. Matt Bounce says, come to Jacksonville, Trey. We'll go out and cause some ruckus. <laughs> You're in Jacksonville, I guess. I've got some family in South Georgia, too. Might be, I mean, it'd be an opportunity to maybe go say hi to some people. Steve Purdue says, Citrus Bowl, if it's still in the same place we played Wisconsin in, is a bad neighborhood, but you have Disney World. True, Orlando's Disney. Greg Elliott says, Javion Clemmer, wide receiver, is in the portal. Man, also, that might – I don't want to walk around doing a walk and talk in a bad neighborhood outside a stadium. Hmm, something to think about. Javion Clement, wide receivers in the transfer portal from Camden, Arkansas, finished in Cedar Hill. I got I got to scroll down a little bit. Billy Napier, Chad Morris 2.0. Why is he Chad Morris 2.0? I think that Billy Napier is a good, a great hire. Like it, people say that all the time, Justin. Though, like people, anybody, anytime somebody's hired who doesn't have a whole lot of experience, or they come from a you know Division two school or something or not Division Two, but like group of five school, people say it's the next Chad Morris. People said Sam Pittman was the next Chad Morris. Like everybody's the next Chad Morris if they haven't coached as a head coach on the Power Five level. But Napier has coached under Saban. He's coached under Dabo. Um, he's had tremendous success at Louisiana, well above what their perceived ceiling is. And if you talk to people, like from what Danny's telling me anyway, if you like talk to people in coaching, like behind the scenes, they have tremendous level of respect for Billy Napier. Greg Elliott says he's wanting to play for his home state best receiver in Texas last year. Chad Morris to LSU. Josh Heupel to OU. That's what I was thinking, too. I think they 
somebody was saying they got a little frustrated with him when he was offensive coordinator at OU. Like they weren't sad to see him go. So, but he's had some success at Tennessee. I mean, they certainly put up some big offense. So he is an alum there. He won. He won the Heisman there, right? I mean, he won a national championship. I know. I think he won the Heisman. So anyway, Josh Heupel did he win the Heisman that year? I can't remember. Anyway, he seemed like he would fit there. I don't think that Mark Stoops wouldn't fit. I mean, like, Mark Stoops has been overachieving at Kentucky for years and years and years now. Maybe another Stoops. Bobby Petrino to LS who, says Justin Williams. I think Bobby Petrino's ship has sailed a little bit. Brian C. Gibson says, what would Cincinnati's record be playing the Arkansas schedule? Probably six and six. <laughs> Justin Williams says, I'm surprised Hugh Freeze name isn't coming up in jobs. Hugh could be – he might have the black ball situation that many people perceive Bobby Petrino to have in the SEC. Um, but you're right. I mean, he definitely wins wherever he goes. Ask Danny if he thinks Burks will come back. I, I guarantee you Danny says probably not. Ed Strauss says, why would he come back if he's a first-round pick as a lock? I, I agree completely with that. You just kind of got to wish him well and show other players, hey, we had a first-round wide receiver. Come be the next one. I mean, that's how you got to approach it. Mark Douglas says, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas is replacing their coach before they come to the SEC, watching the body language of the players there. You know – I don't judge any coach on his first year. Now, it's obviously been really, really rough. But I can remember with Bobby Petrino in Arkansas going down to Texas his first year and just getting boat raced. I mean, like, they could have put as many points on Arkansas as they wanted to that year. Um, now, the difference is towards the end of the year, Arkansas started picking things up a little bit, got a little bit better, finished the year with a win over LSU. And that's not happening there. But I'm just a little hesitant to – judge a coach and call it on him after one season i agree with you though mark it doesn't look good it doesn't look good and i don't know if it's a steve sarkeesian problem or a texas problem and by texas i mean the players that they got people recording their defensive line coach like that's mm, i've already talked about that i just that's just super weak to me Bill Hester says, I don't think Pittman is going anywhere, but why don't we pay him what he deserves? Five million minimum, I say. Well, he's going to get a contract extension, and everybody's going to be like, well-deserved. Like, yes, let's lock him down. He was going to get a contract extension if they were keeping him, no matter what. And it's, it's it amazes me how we get to this point every single year and or every other year because it's every two years you restructure the deal. It'll happen for Eric Musselman after his – it just did – after two years, and it's going to happen for Pittman after two years. It happened for Bielema after two years. If Arkansas had decided to keep Chad Morris, they also would have extended him. And everybody always acts like, you know, it, it's it's crazy to do, it's crazy to restructure. Like, what has he done to deserve it? If you're going to keep him past two years, then you're going to restructure the deal. And that's just how it is. Every two years. Jason Stagg says, wow, just seen Rattler from OU is transferring. I haven't seen that yet. I guess he did it while we were on the show. 
Any chance Pittman entertains OU? I don't think Pittman's going anywhere. How about Pete Carroll coming back to college football? Pretty sure he's out in Seattle. Maybe. How old is Pete Carroll? What's the likelihood we snag a good wide receiver from the transfer portal? It's possible. I mean, I think it's it's possible that they look that direction. I think when you, you really consider it like cornerback, because I think Monteric's probably going to move on. I mean, he had five interceptions this year. He's tied for the lead in the SEC. So, Monteric Brown, you know, I would say look at cornerback. I would say look at linebacker, especially if bumper's gone. Then you really got to look at linebacker. Defensive line, I mean, and especially if you lose John Ridgeway. Interior defensive line specifically. Um, on offense, wide receiver. Yeah, we just Aaron Wayne Muller asked if I think wide receiver or if I think linebacker is the biggest move for the transfer portal. Three seniors graduating. I mean, two seniors are gone. Bumper pool could come back. He is second in the SEC in tackles this year. Had a great season. Ed Strauss says, people are so shallow and uneducated. I throw out last year, Sam Pittman and his staff are rock solid. Mark Harris Brown says, Browse play calling can only be as good as execution. Plenty of times it was the right call. Yeah, like people give them a hard time about the screen, but like they weren't executed. They weren't blocking. Like they were kept missing the block. The screen should have worked in, against LSU over and over again. Don Eldridge said, join late, but congratulations if you made it through the program without mentioning Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I, it's amazing how many times I get notifications like on old walking talks, like the Western Kentucky one, the Sam when Sam Pittman was hired, because people go back and watch those just to kind of get some perspective. Justin Williams says, how about old Jeff Trailer at UTSA? I think Jeff Trailer has a future somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be after one year of great – he's had two good years and one great year, but he's a guy that I think some schools will start to look at, absolutely. On the, on the Power 5 level. And I know he just got a contract extension, all that stuff, and a big new deal. But, I mean, if it comes to staying at UTSA versus going to a group of – or, excuse me, going to a Power 5, then, I mean, that's that's what I would imagine he would do. Always like Jeff Trailer. There are some coaches that I on Chad Morris's staff that I really liked, uh, and he is one of them. And, and I, it's because, like we talk about all the recruiting and, and the prowess, you know, they did a good job recruiting. And one reason is because of this guy, Jeff Trailer. I'm not surprised that he's having success. Any leaks on anyone else on roster possibly entering the transfer portal? There'll be somebody from Arkansas enter the transfer portal. They'll, they'll have some guys. You're thinking of Jason White winning the Heisman? I know he won the Heisman. But that was several years later. Maybe Heupel was just a finalist. Spencer Rattler just hit the transfer portal even though we don't need him. No, Arkansas is good at quarterback. Don't need to bring in somebody who's not going to start for him. Mark Douglas, got to find us a real pass threat, pass run threat. When Trey Williams was subdued, we had difficulty pressuring the quarterback. Yeah, well, they didn't bring anybody. They only had – they'd bring three most of the time. But, um, you know, they've got – Zach Williams, when he's in there, I, th I would say, you know, for the number of plays that he played, uh, he had some success uh, rushing the passer. Um, Jashad Stewart has some ability. Matteo Soli's been a big mystery. It's just like so surprising that he just hasn't really done a whole lot this season or, you know, in his career. Steve Culver says, what about the defensive lineman we got from junior college? Williams, did he play at all this year? I don't know if he played at all. He didn't dress out in the last game. 
Do you think Catalan leaving? I think so. I don't know, though. It's hard to say when a guy's coming back from injury, but he Catalan will get drafted if he decides to go and take that step. So, all right, everybody. One last time, 75% off. If you haven't done so already, sign up at Hog Sports. If you ever wondered, why, why would I sign up at Hog Sports? What do, I, what do they have over there? This is the time to do it. Breaks down to two twenty four a month, fifty two cents a week, twenty six dollars and eighty five cents for the entire year, seventy five percent off. HAWGSports.com, part of the twenty four seven Sports Network. Once again, like you like this show, you watch the show, but you're not subscribed. You like the walk and talk, but you're not subscribed. Come see what we do for our VIP members. See our community, our Razor's Edge Premium Forum. You're going to like that you did it. Right now, I said we're fifth in the network uh, in in signups with this promotion. I want to be number one. I like finishing first. I'm sure you do too. Just the competitor in me, but uh, right now Florida State's having a heck of a heck of a role right now signing people up. But we want to be first, and uh, we can get there. So, see what we got going. All right, everybody. Thanks to Danny West for joining us with uh, his recruiting insight. Really appreciate all of your questions, and appreciate the free users too. Consume our free content. You know, we uh, we do free content too, but the VIP stuff, the subscribers are the people that we uh, we really want to take care of. So become one of those people. You'll be glad you did. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.